Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Corporate Courtney. Now, I know last week I said that this week would be a little more chipper, but things have progressed a lot more than when I recorded last Wednesday. In fact, things progressed significantly. I was tired and drained and anxiety-ridden, and things hadn't even popped off until probably Thursday. Then over the weekend, with the overwhelming amount of protest and riots and looting, not, not only happened here in Atlanta, but across the nation and really across the world, um, have significantly changed our world for hopefully the better. And by no means do I mean that the arrest of the four officers implicated in the murder of George Floyd, but the amount of support that I'm seeing across the world as far as black lives and our cause for us to not be killed by the people who are supposed to protect and serve is inspiring and not enough at the same time. I am thankful that these officers have been arrested, but this is the very least. It shouldn't have taken nine days to arrest someone for excessive use of force. And the division about what is occurring as far as protests versus rioting versus looting, I don't think just one thing caused for some of this change. I think it was all of it. In fact, if you don't have the riots and the looting and the continued news coverage of a lot of it, you don't have this this issue circulating in the media enough to have put pressure on it. So, yes, the violence is unfortunate, but at the least, it's making a change far more than any vote probably would have or has done recently. So I say all this to say it's not chipper this week either. Um, There's no overwhelming excitement. I will stay focused on the corporate environment, uh, or at least try, um, since this is what this podcast is about. But what's happening in the world cannot be ignored. And we need change and reform, and if not even reform, but abolishment of how the current system of police force works today, it's it's completely necessary. And this isn't new to anyone who's black, but it seems to be new to a lot of people who have either chosen to be ignorant or just have not paid attention enough to know that It is serious. It's more than jokes on a sitcom about the racial profiling that occurs by our police force. It's real and it can cost us our lives. And if you're not taking that seriously now, then you probably never will. However, as I mentioned last week and 
surprise, surprise, I must be a fortune teller. A lot of the things that I suspected to be an issue or things that I was not looking forward to talking about in the office are now being discussed in the office. But what I wasn't expecting was the amount of people who are also seeing the same thing. A lot of people are having to figure out ways to have this discourse in an office space. And even with us being virtually present, a lot of people are now putting the burden of understanding what's going on on our black brothers and sisters in the office. And something that I wasn't expecting is after this world has been turned upside down, a lot of people are trying to act like nothing is happening. There are a lot of things that I didn't expect to come in to work on Monday to hear and discuss, and it was quite surprising. I mean, the first thing after days of riots and looting and and protest and outcries and police shooting at innocent protesters and the rubber bullets and the tear gas. The first thing I was asked on Monday morning was how was my weekend and did I get outside and enjoy any of the weather? As if the weather was what was important in my life. All weekend, I watched news outlets and Twitter and Instagram of people being shot and hurting and bleeding and stores being damaged and anything out of the ordinary and people wanted to know if folks were grilling out. And I've never understood getting into the details of what I did over the weekend other than it just being small talk. But during a quarantine, how much more are people getting out than they were usually? So it's a little beyond unnecessary at the moment, but it was the only way that they knew how to grasp talking to someone in such a situation. Then I had people reaching out to me from meetings and saying, you don't sound like yourself. Are you okay? As if they have no idea that possibly everything that's going on in the world might be heavy on my spirit and soul and that I'm only in the office to do my job because I need to be in the office to do my job. I wasn't taking off to go protest. Personally, I still believe COVID is a problem and I'm not going to expose myself to some sort of disease that's already unfortunately taking out the majority of African-American and low-income people. So I did not go out there, but wouldn't I want to be? Why would you think that I would like to just be hanging out at the pool, which isn't open because of COVID, or spending a good time with my family and friends when we literally are going through a civil rights movement? There's also been burden on me to explain what resources can be used to make a change. And I'm kind of torn 
between the fact that I'm excited that people want to help, but also a little peeved because you should already know that you needed to help. What specifically about this has made you decide to open your eyes and realize that you need to do more? And what about me is the reason that you need to reach out to get that understanding? At work, I don't purport as an activist. I haven't said anything on a meeting of the sort. In fact, I've been very short-lipped at work just to make sure that I don't say anything out of bounds. And I've had multiple people ask me, where can I donate? What can I do? How do I help with the civil rights? And at the very core of it, it's because I am the only black woman on my immediate team. It's not my job. It's not my job to teach you how to be a human being. And it is not my job to do your research. Like it's not my job to do your research in the work setting either. But I also know that if I am not open and I am not careful, it may make an everlasting impact on someone not wanting to make the change, not wanting to donate, not wanting to go do the research. And I would hate to be a hurdle in this progress, but I also regret having to be the one to propel it forward. And I'm sure this is more in friendship circles as well, but it's especially unnecessary in the workplace because these people are not my friends. We don't hang out on the weekends. We don't discuss personal matters. They know surface level things about me. Yet I feel the need to make them more well-rounded people and they feel the need for me to be the person to make them more well-rounded people. And not everything this week has been sad or unfortunate. My office actually did a decent job of coming out and making a statement on Saturday about everything that was going on a lot sooner than other retail companies have come out and made a statement. And they also mentioned the donation of a million dollars to a civil rights program um, looking to help with some of these efforts. Then today we had a town hall, which was at first open only to the African-American Auxiliary Board, then to other infinity groups like the women's group and the pride group, then to the whole company. And I appreciated the fact that we were able to have open dialogue with many of our executive leadership team about what was going on. There was a forum to be able to ask our CEO and our EVPs about what was going on, how we were acting as a company, how we were dealing with it, the changes that can be made from a company level to be able to add more minority people into our executive leadership team. And there was no sugarcoating. There were great answers. There were not so great answers. There were some unknowns. There were things that are happening that 
our executive leadership team were not aware of. And a lot of the questions were not skipped over because they were difficult, because we were expecting the hard-hitting questions. And for the most part, I can say that it was more than I expected from a Fortune 50 company. That doesn't fix anything. It doesn't make everything warm and fuzzy. I didn't get off that meeting and go, well, jolly, I love this company. But I did get off of it feeling like they aren't hiding from it. And a lot of companies are. There are a lot of companies that black people are having to check in and clock in to that have not even acknowledged what is happening in this world. And it is unfortunate. There are a lot of companies that black people are clocking in for that have made some blanket statement about how they respect all people, yet they have many stories circulating about how they don't. You cannot put a value on your value wheels and not truly live up to it. And honestly, if you work for one of those companies, it may not be for you to do. But if you're comfortable with it, send a letter to your CEO. Ask them where the statement is. Ask them what are they doing to help their employees, their associates, their customers feel like they are a caring community. Because that's what working in these offices are. That is what their services are providing too. What are you actually doing to make me feel like you care about what's happening not only in my life, but the lives of the people I care about? And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, don't. That's not for you to have to do. It's only if you feel comfortable. But at some point, someone has to start holding some of these companies accountable. And if it doesn't start with us, I'm not actually quite sure where it does start. So if you've been struggling this week with how to deal with everything that's going on, there is a black supported app for meditation called Liberate Meditation. And in my bios for all of my social media I will have a link for some canned responses that you may need based on situations you're facing in the office I didn't come up with these I actually got it from an outsource in my urban league as I'm a member of the urban league of greater Atlanta young professionals organization so I will have a link to that in all of my bios and if you don't have social media Feel free to email me at the corporate Courtney podcast at gmail.com and I will be glad to send it to you. They come with some great resources. They come with some great canned responses. And I think that that is important for us to be able to document and share because a lot of us are in situations and scenarios that we may not be accustomed to. Or even if you are accustomed to it, there's not ever been a really great way to approach it. So if you're needing assistance from that, I encourage you all to use them, look over them, curtail them to how it fits your personality. But there is a starting ground. 
and a reminder that you are not alone. So that's all I've got for you this week. Please continue to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends, your families, your coworkers. And as always, you can find me at Corporate Court on all social media platforms and feel free to send your feedback or questions to the Corporate Courtney podcast at gmail.com. And until next week, toodles.